0: The Fantasy Six Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob, Ah,
1: you're awful. And AJ Appledon is Sin Shoo Chew. It's a mouthful.
0: Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of Fantasy Six Pack dot net, and writer over at So Called Fantasy Experts dot com. Um, co-host is AJ Applegarth. Running a tad late tonight. Um, not totally unusual, but it's all right. We'll make do without him for now. Uh, tonight, what are we covering? Let's look here at the the docket. Uh, so we're covering just some typical news and notes uh, headlines from around the NFL, um, and then we're gonna kind of look at some some overall team situations and at the at the midway point of the season here. I know it isn't quite halfway yet. We're we're actually like right at halfway, if um, if you, if you want to say that. But um, we haven't had the, the halfway point game yet, but still pretty much halfway. We're going to look at some some changing situations around the NFL, some teams, you know, obviously Green Bay and things like that. So – and then we'll go through the typical injuries and waiver wires and our sleepers and busts and some kind of targets to have um, uh, for especially the, the DFS players out there. So uh, – so week eight, you know, we've been talking about the bye weeks hitting us and, you know, we're have a couple of weeks here in a row where we're going to have six teams on bye, And this is, this is one of them. I know personally in one of my leagues, I've got one player on my bench who is active and I'm just praying that I don't get stuck with like a random injury somewhere. And I have to drop somebody on my team. I, Thankfully got around it but I'm I'm pretty slim in the in the depths department this week and I'm sure a lot of you are doing the same things but you know before you start panicking and realize and thinking oh my gosh I have to go pick up somebody take a breather for a minute and look at the opponent you know realize that you are playing somebody else and you don't always have to try and put out this like superstar team every single week yes you want to but if your opponent is also in the same situation you are which look they likely are i mean the teams that we have on by this week very heavily owned in fantasy we got arizona we got green bay uh jacksonville is even owned you know in a bunch of places the rams the giants are still owned you know the a lot of people owned you know odell of course he's been out but you know dark was owned you know um Sterling Shepard is owned. You know, they've got guys there. Tennessee, they are owned everywhere. I mean, DeMarco, Mariota, Richard Matthews, Derek Henry. they got tons of guys. There are a ton of players on by this week that it's affecting fantasy owners all over the place. So before you go and panic and drop somebody that's good to get a point and a half off your waiver wire, because as we will say later in the show, there isn't a lot on the waiver wire this week. And partially that partial part of the reason for that is the bye weeks Um, but let's bring on, let's bring on Mr. Late and, uh, get his opinion on that. What's going on, man?
1: Hey, what's up? Sorry about that.
0: (laughs) All right.
1: Fun. I, I, I talk.
0: Yeah. I feel you, man. I was almost late myself. My, uh, my daughter is having quite the fit upstairs, so it's, uh, it's been a fun night. Um, so, yeah, do you agree with that, though? Like, I don't know if you heard everything I said. Like, don't panic. Don't go drop, like, really good depths off, off your bench because you're going to get a point and a half off of somebody off the waiver wire. Like, there's not a lot out there right now. In, in all the leagues I'm in, there's pure junk on the waiver wire. I mean, and I'm talking just 12-team leagues. You know, there's just not a lot out there, it feels like, this week. And, you know, in one of my leagues, I went up and got a backup tight end. I got Tyler Croft. I dropped Decker, and I didn't feel great about it. But I feel like Croft is a good enough replacement. And Decker hasn't been good. I mean, come on, he put up a goose egg last week against Cleveland. Um, We'll get into that. (laughs) But I didn't feel great dropping Decker because I still feel like he's got potential. There's upside there with him. Uh, I just feel like something's got to click with that team eventually. But you know, I know Richard, host of the Fantasy Edge show on Fridays. He he was talking on on our Slack site about how he might just put up a zero in one of his spots because he's got such a good team. He's six and one. He can afford to do that. Now, look if you're if you're three and four at this point. You know, you might end up having to just bite the bullet and and um, and sit there and and drop somebody to get points because you might not be able to do that. Um, but in my opinion, I think you can. In, in a lot of cases, I just don't think it's worth blowing up your team if it's good and and getting. You know, blowing up your team if it's good and and just to get a couple of extra points, what do you think that yeah
1: no i I agree um i I looked at my waivers and you know half of my teams I feel like are ten team leagues, so there was some stuff to go after, but you know it's the same guys that we've been talking about for the past few weeks. And they've just there's happened to still be there. sitting. There. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a so, reason
0: why they're there. They're not super <clears throat> reliable. You know, it's...
1: exactly. But you know, I, a couple of our other leagues. I mean, the fantasy six pack league. I there's nothing to pick up anywhere.
0: Nothing. And there okay.
1: hasn't been for weeks. Um yeah. I I'm mean, stashed everybody in that league. <laughs> Yeah. uh, I think we need to do away with something. Uh, I don't know. Just because so many injuries happen. I mean, hell, I have three guys on IR. Well, no, two guys on IR and one who's out because I just picked up a backup in clay for the future. Like, I, I I don't know if I'm going anywhere in that league, but that's the only thing that I could really do. Um, But these 16 bye weeks are, are terrible. I mean, it's like, I feel like it's the NFL's way of saying F you fantasy people, we don't care about you. Um <laughs> it's possible. you know it's like go, go have fun with this. We're gonna stack all of these like quality teams that have quality fantasy players and now you're not gonna use any of them and you're taking a loss. You know, so yeah. it it's tough yeah, dude, but I-
0: I feel you, man. And, look, same league. I'm, I'm looking at my team the same league. I mean, I'm sitting on Elijah McGuire, and I picked up Austin Eckler today. Like, And I've been sitting on Rex Burkhead for four weeks, five weeks, or whatever it is. I've had junk on my bench the whole season. And I just – I'm like – I look on the waiver wire every week, and I'm like, mm, I don't really care. I'm just going to hang on to these guys. They're potentially better. And, you know, look, if I had had injuries all over the place, I would have had to – make moves but I mean come on I'm starting Jordan Matthews this week it's so bad I don't know what else to do <laughs> you know like ugh. I don't want to start it, these guys but I'm kind of suck. you know well, I don't even want to look next week I'm hoping next week I don't get crushed by it no I'm pretty good my bye weeks in this league seem to have been spread out pretty pretty good I was nailed in a lot of in a lot of leagues by by bye weeks yes. um this week, I've got, I mean, I've got four. Well, that's including David Johnson on IR. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's tough. So, yeah, I would just, like I said, I think in a lot of cases, I'm just kind of sitting tight with your team, even getting a zero from, like, you know, unless it's, like, your quarterback or something. Like, you've got to figure something out. You can't go with a zero in your quarterback, you know. You're missing, like, both running backs. You can't go with double zeros, you know, stuff like that. But if, uh, you know, if it's, if it's like, your your flex spot, or even your tight end, or something like that, and there's just nothing out there. Really evaluate the short term versus the long term, because if you're especially from playoffs, like if you're looking good for the playoffs, I don't think I'm blowing up what I have just to get one extra win. But no. that that's just me. I I've, I've done it before, and I, I hate doing it, but sometimes it works. Like hey, I won this week, and I left Sterling Shepherd in my and my roster because I had no idea he was a late scratch because I had kids crawling on me at like 3.30 this weekend so I had no idea and I looked and I'm like why did he get a zero? Oh he didn't play okay great uh, <laughs> I had no idea like halfway through the game I even had the game on and I just was, you know, couldn't pay attention to it enough and I'm sitting there going why am I getting nothing? Oh that's why okay cool so, anyway, uh, let's move on here. I want to spend about a minute and a half at most on this. Ezekiel Elliott clearly didn't get suspended last week. It's not going to get decided. I guess he has some sort of hearing on this coming Monday, which means um, – which feels a bit NFL rigged because – the, of course, the Cowboys have the prime time, not prime time game again, but they have one of the national games. You know, they have the the four thirty game, four twenty five game, or whatever it is on Fox, um, and it's against the Redskins. So it's a big prime matchup for them. I feel a little bit rigged that they waited until Monday, like they they got this and waited until Monday for the decision. Like at this point, are you holding? Morris or McFadden in hopes that, uh, that Zeke gets suspended or are you just saying I'm done with this and moving on and getting a roster spot opened up for somebody else especially in the case of bye weeks like you know in this case are you yeah. putting that? Well, I, I,
1: I did have to this week and I own Zeke in one league and it's the 14 team league so you know I was lucky enough to that was the only one that I was actually able to go out and get both Morris and Mcfadden and I was like wow that worked out pretty well because I have Zeke you know the yeah. other leagues I was trying to hopefully get one of them to see what happened but I I actually ended up dropping Morris even though Mcfadden's the one who still doesn't freaking play I I just I don't know. For some reason I just feel like they have to give him the ball if Zeke goes out. And maybe that's why they're not playing him because they're they don't want him to risk getting injured on some like stupid play because they know that he's going to be their go-to if and, and or when Zeke gets suspended. So that's kind of my new thinking on it. I kept McFadden. I had to drop Morris because I have the Jags on by. I have Darkwa on by, and I have
0: Jordy yeah. Nelson
1: on by. And we start two running backs, three receivers, no flex, um, but obviously a defense. So I had to. I, I needed to, I, and I'm I i did not want to drop my other bench guys. I have Abdullah Diggs, and and then McFadden. Everybody else is is the bye week guys. So, yep. You know, uh, I think overall though, you you, you kind of have to drop one of these guys, especially this week. I mean, this is the time that you got to do it because unless you just happen to be the one or two teams in the league that's not getting savaged by all these buys this week, yeah. and you want to go out and take the risk on somebody, you know, or or McFadden or Morris you know, you're, you're going to be dropping somebody that's actually playing and actually getting points. I mean, so unless you have like a Matt Breda that you're waiting for Carlos Hyde to get traded or, or something like that, um, you know, you, you just got to pick and choose, but I I think at this time you've got to cut bait with at least one of them. Um, and it might be both of them. I mean, I just, I just don't know what's going on with this situation. Yeah,
0: it's it's a weird one, and you know, we we've, we've basically I feel like we've brought him up every single show, so I don't want to dwell on it yeah. too much. But yeah, move on. Something I feel Definitely. like you have to talk about a little bit just to keep everybody in the know. All right, so next here, man, we we you know we decided we're gonna kind of touch on some some teams to I'd say they've got very interesting. Head like almost headliner news or you know, topics going into the second half of the season here. So you know we we've basically hit the halfway point of the season, um, or we're in that middle point of the season, I should say. It a lot of the landscape of fantasy football has changed. I mean, case in point, Alex Smith is like the number one fantasy quarterback in in football right now. Like that's crazy. Um, (laughs) nobody would have thought that right not a single person and if anybody did they're lying Um, or they're just a massive Chiefs fan and that's all there is so we wanted to throw out these kind of generic questions about teams and the first one here is Green Bay we all know about Aaron Rodgers and the injury and Look, you and I both, I think, agreed last week. Like, it looked like Hundley was going to be rather decent. Um, He was going to make mistakes, but he's still going to be able to move the ball downfield. And so you thought, okay, his receivers are at least going to get yardage and catches and things like that. And, you know, the running game is going to be what it is. was atrocious this week. I mean, it was straight trash. Like what was that? Um the running game was amazing. Aaron Jones is the best running back Green Bay has had in forever it feels like. Um but oh my God, I what Hunley had did he have under a hundred yards? He was terrible dude. Um so I don't know. Yeah, he had under 100 yards passing against New Orleans. And, look, I get New Orleans has been a much better defense lately. They're not that good. Not even close to that good. So, I don't know, man. What do you do with these Green Bay receivers? I mean, are we not – like, we had had talked Nelson was going to be a wide receiver, one to do a two a two. Adams is going to be a a a high one, a high one or a low one, high two to you know two three. Cobb from a from a three to a to a four slash flex play, which he kind of already was. Um,
1: Yeah, I feel like Cobb's value didn't really change much, but um, I'm scared, dude. I, I I own Nelson in almost every league and. I think I own Adams and the one that I don't own Nelson, and we have Montgomery, and Montgomery's been
0: trash. They only trash let Hunley throw the ball trash. twenty. They only let Hunley throw the ball twenty-five times, and they were I mean, losing the majority of this game. What happened?
1: I mean, I will, I will say that I didn't think they were winning this game from the start. Um, I, I, no, I didn't had. Either, but I just had a bad feeling about it, and New Orleans was coming, I think, off of their bye. Or no, maybe their bye was two weeks no. ago. But yeah, yeah, it was. So yeah, that's right because they they came out and Breeze didn't have you know his usual post bye game that he used yes. to have. But um, and look, Breeze
0: wasn't very great I, I this just, game either. He threw two no, he really, really wasn't. Ugly, ugly picks. He thankfully piled on the yardage and he had a rushing touchdown, like a sneak, which kind of saved his day. But, you know, besides that, that's not the point. The point is green Bay, man. Like, what do you do? I mean, nobody had more than two catches. Nobody had more than 17 yards receiving. It's ugly. I mean, do you just hope and pray? Do you just, do you just bail? Get rid of all these guys. You're just going to sell even as, even as low as it's going to be. Do you just sell?
1: Uh, yeah, I think you almost have to. I mean, I've heard agree with you. the rumblings of uh, you know of of Rogers coming back and all of this. You know, but it's gonna I'll be believe- like at best, it's gonna be like week fifteen. Like at well, that point, yeah, like these
0: it, guys it's are it's going not,
1: to crush you. It's not gonna help you, you know, unless you've made it into the playoffs that far. Um, I just think that, you know, if you can get some kind of value for these guys, somebody's either a total cheesehead, you know, Green Bay fan, and they want all their players, they still believe, um, you know, whatever, that's the guy you got to target. But
0: I just can't I think, believe. Remember, I
1: think you have you to take, you know, half the talent. Do
0: you remember the trade that happened in my, in my, uh it was one of my friends' league that I joined. The, the, uh, the, the girl who owned Jordy, well, also owned yeah. Aaron Rodgers, owned Jordy, owned somebody else on Green Bay, and I think owned, a, like, owned, like, four Green Bay Packers, traded yeah. Jordy for Tom Brady. Like, oh, my God. I hated the trade back then. I hated the fact that somebody gave up Tom Brady for Jordy Nelson back then. I thought it was stupid. It didn't make any sense. That team was dead without Aaron Rodgers. In my opinion, you just let that team die. It didn't matter because you yeah. they, that other team was decent enough that it would have been good. Getting Jordy didn't do a whole lot to them, I didn't think, but giving up Brady, I think, destroyed their team. I think they had uh, they have a backup, but it's it's not fan- it wasn't a fantastic backup or by any means. But they gave up, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL and in fantasy for Jordy Nelson, who we had no idea what was going to really, I mean, look, I was willing to give up rivers for Jordy. Like it was my backup quarterback. I didn't care. It was better than whatever was on the waiver wire. That would have been fine. And probably I still would have lost that trade because I think Jordy's toast. Like, what are you going to do?
1: Well, I mean, you, you look at, at his numbers that he's put up this year. I mean, I'm trying to pull him up here on one of my teams. All right, week one, seven for 79 and a touchdown. Great. Week two, didn't play or didn't get a catch. I can't remember which, um, but zero. Weeks
0: very three and
1: four, to two touchdowns each. Week five, the only reason he got anything worthwhile was because of the touchdown, like you just said. Yep. He hasn't done anything. I mean, he hasn't even topped 100 yards yet this year. But he, yeah, this
0: is who he not, not last
1: year, though. He finished That's his,
0: not Jordy anymore.
1: Exactly, but you know you could still hope for at least these 70-yard outings, 70 to 80. Yeah. He's got especially 79 and 75, league. okay.
0: Exactly, especially in a PPR league. Look, the hope was he in in week 6 or whatever it was, he still finished with 10 targets, six receptions for 60 yards. In a PPR league, you're taking that. And if he hits the end zone randomly, which Hundley did throw two touchdowns, even though he got credit for one, because Ty Montgomery's an idiot, um, you had to hope you know every other week Jordy was going to hit Pater or something like that. But, man, four targets, one reception, 13 yards? Something's got to give here. Like, that can't be what's going to happen, or people who own – and I have Devontae Adams everywhere. I'm benching him this week. I benched him last week, thankfully. I played Richard Matthews oh, over he's I didn't get much league, more.
1: So you're going to yeah, bench him.
0: <laughs> clearly, but I benched him last week. I benched Devontae yeah. Adams last week in the league because I was just like – I had other decent options. None of them performed, but I had other options that I could – go with and so so be it but yeah it's it's gonna be tough sledding here for these guys I kind of agree with you man if you can get anything in back for these guys I think you just gotta pull the trigger at this point you know maybe somebody in your league is just thinking it's Green Bay and it's just gonna work but I don't know man it looks really bad another team that Man, how the, how things have changed quickly in Arizona. We went from, "Oh man, Adrian Peterson's there. It's going to be awesome. He got 100 yards, 26 rushes" to Carson Palmer broke his arm and, "Oh, Adrian Peterson looks old again." <laughs> like, yeah. it's gotten bad real quick. Um, Carson Palmer is saying he might be back in like 4 weeks. I mean, it's a non-throwing arm, but quarterbacks, like, land really awkwardly on – that's why they constantly break collarbones and stuff. I mean, it's – they're very exposed when they get hit because they're just – they're in that throwing motion, and it's just it's just weird. So, I kind of don't think Palmer's returning this year, but that's me. I'm not a doctor, but whatever. Um But AP, man. Dude, I was kind of pissed last week after I traded AP in, in my dynasty league because Fournette was, was inactive randomly at the last minute. So I ended up playing garbage. Like I, I got destroyed in that league because I just – yeah, it was bad. But uh, so I was like, man, I really could have used AP this week. I wish I had waited like a week. No, now I'm really glad I didn't wait a week because I got two second round picks for AP, one next year and the year after, and uh, that owner is probably kicking himself going, "What did I do?" (laughs) So I'm very happy I got rid of AP uh, when I could. But uh, what I mean at this point, like I mean AP, uh, I guess you're still putting him in as like a flex range type of
1: running back.
0: Right? Is that, that's the best we can do?
1: I mean, if it's me, I'm putting him in as a starting running back because the rest of my running backs suck. But yeah, <laughs> Whoa, um okay. Uh, but
0: rankings wise, like no, probably, rankings, yeah,
1: yeah, rankings wise, I, I would I would look at him as a low running back to flex play. Um I I mean he, I still see some upside with him, you know, but maybe it's just my own poor judgment and fandom blinding me. Um, They've got to go somewhere. And, you know, with Palmer out, I don't see Palmer coming back. I mean, if he does, it's going to be similar to um, Rodgers. He's going to be back when it doesn't matter anymore. Um, And even if he does rush it back, who's to say he's not going to get clocked by whatever edge rusher busts in through the line and takes him out and he falls exactly. again. So, you exactly. know, the, the dude's had a solid career. You know, he's always been injury prone, you know, or at least more recently. I, I think they have to just feed the ball to Peterson and, and he's got to be better. He's got to be that Peterson that we saw week one of Arizona uniform Peterson versus last week. Um, I mean, they just, they just looked bad all around in that game. So, you know, that, that happens, but still they've got to, they've got to pick up the slack and I think it starts with AP.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, as a, uh, a Fitzgerald owner, I mean, I'm not one, but if you are a Fitzgerald owner, You've got to be worried about his production going forward. I mean, I, I I would say the rest of the receivers are kind of off the radar completely at this point. Uh, they weren't really that great to begin with. Uh, every once in a while you get a touchdown from John Brown. Uh, you know, then you had J.J. Nelson and Jaron Brown, but they weren't reliable enough to really use every week. Um, Fitz was really the only guy, and now it's – it's looking gloom for him as well. You know, it's almost like him and Jordy and Devonsee Adams territory, like yikes, I don't know what to do. I mean Staten's just Staten's just not good. I mean, we've seen this before. But, but that offense it drags really bad when when Palmer is out or isn't healthy. Um but moving on here. Uh Tennessee, one of the teams on bye this week, so at least you've got a week to think about it, right? Um, <laughs> actually, all all three of these. All teams of the teams, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah I it's, made the really note. Funny. I was like, man,
1: this is convenient that we're just ripping on it's, the bye week. <laughs> it's really
0: funny, all the bye week teams. So you've got a week yeah. to think about it. It's, um, yeah, it's a good thing
1: that you guys tenn- are off because you need help.
0: Yeah, like maybe the bye, you know, the bye week's coming at a good point, good time for these teams. But Tennessee, you know, we know Mariota was. Was hurt a couple weeks ago. So, you know, it was expected to have that offense struggle that week. Then they came back and Mariota played, even though he wasn't 100%, and they looked fantastic. Uh, They played played Indy. I mean, everybody's crushing Indy. So, like, whatever. Um, So you took that with a little bit of a grain of salt. But then they come back and you're like, oh, they got Cleveland. Oh, okay, cool. Like, he's going to have another, everybody's going to have a good game for Tennessee, right? wrong. They won 12 to 9 in overtime against the Cleveland Browns. Now, I'll give the Cleveland defense a little bit of a little bit of credit here. They are much better than than a lot of people give them, you know, a lot of people give them credit for, but it's still Cleveland. Like they still you still should be able to score more than 12 points on them. You should be able to score a touchdown this offense just looked lost. I mean, DeMarco's a little banged up, so this bye week's going to be fantastic for him. Um, you know, I, I hate this. I hate this whole is he going to be, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Let's, let's go with Derrick Henry. No, look, if, at this point, I've, I've been tricked by that twice. Every time DeMarco's like questionable until game time, and then it's like, ah, oh, well, they're just going to give all of it to Henry anyway. No is murray is murray all day uh just start murray win henry when they both are playing and be done with it because he's still going to get the majority of the snaps the only reason why henry has done any good this year is because he's gotten a couple like big runs and he has scored a couple of times the other weeks he's done nothing so it's it's murray all the time so get that out of the way but, dude, what are we thinking with this Tennessee, Tennessee offense? Are they going to figure this out, or are we, like, worried at this point?
1: I'm a little worried, man. Um, I, with all the names that they have, you know, they brought in Decker this year to compete with all of these other already good receivers. Uh, I mean, I, I just I, – I'm worried, man. I, I don't think that they're – Putting it together, I I don't know what has changed as far as their schemes, if anything. You know, I just don't—I don't know why they aren't as productive as we thought they were going to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, I'm a I'm a Mariota owner in a couple different leagues, and I'm not thrilled about it. (laughs) Uh, So. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely a little worried. I've got DeMarco in a couple leagues. You know, he's been a disappointment. I didn't expect him to do what he did last year, but I still thought he'd be you know running back two territory, uh, which is where I got him in a lot of leagues. Like he was my second running back. I never took him as my first. Um, I was always like I had the first pick or like one of the first picks, and so I took a running back, and then I came back around and took a running back and a receiver. So he was always my second running back. So and I was. Perfectly happy with that, but he's been kind of a disappointment, um even with that. So I, yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I'm a little worried. I'm still optimistic. I mean, you know, we saw it. like we see, we've seen them blow up a couple of weeks, and so you just have to hope that they tap into that a little more uh after the bye week. You know, they they get some reps under them this week. You know, guys get a little healthier. They're going to get Corey Davis back, it sounds like, after the bye. So, that's going to help. I mean, that guy's a playmaker, man. Like, the couple of the times he's played, he's been huge. So, you know, yeah. and that that's actually going to hurt Decker even more. The thing you got to worry about is, you know, Delaney Walker's a little banged up now. They're calling it a bone bruise, but we'll see what happens there. Um, so, uh, New York, New York Giants. Uh yeah, I, is there really, really anything to say here. I mean, this is gonna be, this is gonna be a bad season for them. <laughs> like, if, if it hasn't been, like, it already has been, and I don't think it's getting any better. They, they look lost. Um, they don't have any receivers. Even when Sterling Shepard comes back, I mean, that's it. He's not a number one guy though. Like, I think he's gonna get kind of swallowed up by corners, and they're just gonna focus on him. Um. Seattle was already talking before last week's game that they were just going to focus on Ingram and yet he still somehow scored a touchdown, (laughs) amazingly enough. Um, You know, I think opposing teams are just going to realize, stop Shepard, stop Ingram, the rest of the team doesn't matter. You know, Dark was not good. He's had a couple of good weeks and Seattle shut him down pretty easily. I think any decent run defending team is going to shut down Orleans Darkwa quite easily. And you know, Gallman hasn't gotten any gotten anywhere. Um uh, Perkins did nothing to start the year. I mean is there any glimmer of hope for New York for you?
1: No, not at all. Um I mean, this team's got a tough rest of the season too. Do um, they really? I mean, I don't I, look to their schedule. Yeah, they they've got. Uh, I I see them winning the season as as a four-win team, five at absolute most, you, and that's pushing gonna, it to me.
0: Well, you think they're gonna win three more games? I kind of don't even know. That's that. what I'm
1: thinking. I I, I think four they, is a stretch as it is. The only the only teams that I see as near definite wins for them left on this schedule is their two games uh, at San Fran and at Arizona. So I, that's it. I mean everything else they have I just don't see them I don't see them beating the Eagles. Um I don't see them beating Dallas. I don't see them beating Washington. Um I just don't I, they're they're not good. Not a good team. Yeah. No, so,
0: I, I I agree with you, man.
1: It's not. Looking I, great. Like I, said, I feel like um I feel like it's being generous, you know, giving them that fourth win. I just feel like somewhere along the line something's goofy's gonna happen and, you know, they'll they'll find a way to, to eke out a win. I mean, hell, they beat the Broncos in Denver, which is a tough place to play as it is you know primetime game um I'm talking about but talking they,
0: about Denver next so <laughs> yeah
1: but then they we'll came see. back and got their asses handed to them by the Seahawks you're looking at at home rams after the bye you got the chiefs two Oof. games against the skins one more against eagles one more against dallas at raiders maybe that's that third win you...
0: You could um, see them like taking one, maybe two of those division games just because it's the NFC East. And like, there's always those random, like how the yeah. hell did we lose to that team?
1: Um, I can see that. But, I mean, and I'm sure you're referencing Monday, but you know, hey. It, it,
0: you no, be... I'm not referencing Monday. We got our asses <laughs> handed to us, dude. The Eagles are so good this year. I'm not even like I gotta give y'all credit. Y'all are
1: fantastic. Um, I did way, not think that game then, was gonna go the way it did. I, I love every magician, minute of it. But... By the way,
0: went to the magician. That play where Jeez. he was like swallowed. That play where he was like swallowed up by everybody. All of a sudden, like I was just expecting the whistle to blow, and all of a sudden, I'm like. What what the hell? He's running! Yeah. Oh my god! How the hell did he get out of that? Um, I, I, I mean, was actually shocked the whistle didn't blow because like his forward progress was stopped. Like usually when there's that not many people around a quarterback, they just blow the whistle to protect him. So that well, was exactly. surprising at the same time. But like how he even got out of there is shocking. I have no idea how he did it. So
1: yeah, uh, but
0: kudos to them.
1: It's, I mean, uh, it's. The only thing that I that I hate about them doing this well is that the letdown is gonna be way worse when it happens. So it happened we'll last see. year. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: anyway. But anyway, um, move on to Denver
1: last, and and Atlanta. Yeah, I, mean, so, I mean Yeah, the last
0: two teams here, man. At Denver oh I mean the loss of the Giants, I mean, they can't be any worse, right? And then last week they got shut out by the chargers i mean i picked up denver's defense in one league because they got dropped in their bye week and i'm looking at it going (laughs) i don't know if i really want to own denver's defense anymore because their (laughs) offense puts them in terrible position man i I dropped houston and houston's good but they've lost like their top three defenders so yeah I don't think it was – I still think it's a decent swap, and I, I'm, I'm hoping Denver will figure things out and their offense won't look like a Pop Warner team anymore. But if not, man, I mean, this is, this is looking like, you know, the Baltimore defense. Like Baltimore's got a solid defense, but their offense can do squat, and yeah. uh, it's putting their defense in bad situations, and so they get scored on. I mean, there's nothing you can do. It's like Kirk Cousins says from Monday. The Redskins were having... They had too many three-and-outs. They couldn't They couldn't convert on third downs. They put their offense back on the field. And when you do that too many times to a good offense or any NFL team, really, you're going to pay the price. So even the best defense, Denver, when they're on the field two-thirds of the game or more, they're going to lose. And they're going to get scored on. So... I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, they were, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say they were, they were a team that got the schedule kind of stacked against them early on in the fact that they had a ton of their home games early. And, you know, that, that was something where, like I said, you know, it's a, it's a tough place typically to go and play, but (laughs) I mean... They had one, two, three, four, four, four of their first five games were at home and then they go on a run for three straight, you know, away. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, I, that's four games. You should, you should be starting those four games or that those five games, you know, at worst four and one, um, You know, and they lost on the road to Buffalo. So it kind of made sense they started that way. Two wins at home. Okay, we lost lost on the road to you know an up and coming Buffalo team. Came back home, took care of business again against the Raiders. All right, things are back to normal. Boom, you lose to the worst team in the damn NFL at home, and you you don't just one of them at least. (laughs) You get you get beat bad. I mean. The score was only thirteen point difference. I think that is not telling of that game. I mean, New York was the old New York. I mean, they controlled the entire damn game. But Atlanta's doing the same thing. I mean, they, I don't. I don't understand. With with are they still that hung over from the Super Bowl that they just cannot figure out what they need to do here?
0: Dude, I'm pissed at myself. Not that it would have mattered in that league, but you know i i kept i had Wentz ahead of ahead of um ryan all week long in my rankings and you know cousins as well and i was just thinking to myself you know i i don't believe in in matt ryan right now he looks like the matt ryan of two three years ago when he just looked mediocre like it's just not working and uh is it, is it the offense? Is it Mahama Sanu injury? Is it – I don't know, man. It's, it's just not working. And, you know, I kept reading stuff, and you see all the stats. Oh, New England's the first team in blah, blah, blah years. It's allowed the first six quarterbacks against them, including, like, Josh McCown and Jacoby Brissett, to throw 300 yards against them. So you're thinking, all right, if there's any game Matt Ryan is going to do it, it's going to be this one. No. Absolutely not. It was not happening for him. He looked terrible. I turned that game off halfway through the third quarter. I was so mad at it because, look, I'm, I don't even like New England. I don't like their franchise. I don't. I just don't like them. Uh, and then, not only that, I started Matt Ryan over Carson Wentz, and I knew it was going to backfire on me. I still would have lost that, that, that matchup because the rest of my team was doo-doo this week, but... Still, I'm mad at myself for not ranking it the way I wanted to and just let the let the hype of the bad defense get to me. And I, I'm not – you know, he's – I think – who are they playing this week? They've got another, like – got Philip Rivers.
1: Oh, Atlanta or
0: – Atlanta, yeah. I mean, they play the Atlanta's Jets. Atlanta's playing I mean, the Jets. I and mean, then yeah. everybody's like, oh, well, he's got the Jets. And they're like, no, I'm not buying into it again. He has – at this point, he's going to have to have – A couple of good, like 25 point weeks in a row for me to believe in starting him over somebody like Carson Wentz. I'm just not doing it anymore. I am starting Carson Wentz uh, over him every single week. It doesn't matter. Like, Carson Wentz looks like a legit quarterback, dude. Um, So, I, it, you know, look, this week it's easy. Carson Wentz got San Fran. Like that's a no brainer. I'm doing it. Um but it could yeah. be you know, it could be Matt Ryan versus, versus Indy and Wentz has Seattle. And I still might do Wentz, man. Like it's it's that bad. I just don't trust it.
1: Well, mm. I put in uh in my Dynasty league I have Wentz and Tom Brady. And I reached on Brady way too early. I should have not worried about it, but you know, I wanted to have him, I wanted a solid quarterback. I didn't want to think about it. And I knew I was going to target Wentz later anyways, as like, you know, my, my quarterback of the future, dude, he's my freaking quarterback. And now I play him over Tom Brady, the majority of the time I didn't do it this past week because I did, you know, think that it was going to be a, a, a tougher go against the Redskins for the second time, even though it was at home. And and shit, they came out and looked horrendous, getting six penalties on on three plays, you know, whatever the hell it was to start the game. It was ridiculous. It was like, okay, well, it I made the was right call like here. A
0: fantastic call immediately. Yeah. and then I was totally like, uh,
1: that was not a good call. I mean, I still won, so I'm okay with it. But yeah, I mean, it's just amazing to me, like how far he's come in one year. And, and how far matt ryan has fallen off in that same time frame i mean that guy was on top of the world last year he was the mVp um you know and and deservedly so you know and he he's he's basically from my hometown so i i still root for him i you know i want him to succeed and and i was shocked when he didn't put up 300 against. New England. I picked Atlanta to win that game. I, I thought that they were going to come out and cool. just take care of business like they did for whatever the first 35 minutes of the Super Bowl or whatever the, the total was. I don't remember the, the score before they fell flat, but um, or the, the times left, but yeah, they, he he just didn't have it. He didn't have it in that game, and and he had new back. I do think that hurts, has hurt Atlanta um, Freeman, I feel like, has been down this year. I mean, he's still getting some touchdowns, which is obviously good for fantasy and for the Falcons in general, but it, I just don't feel like he's the same power back that he was last year. I mean, where the hell has Tevin uh, Coleman been? I mean, he's non-existent in my mind. Um, he, unless unless I'm to, just not in his stats, but
0: he's he, Coleman, look, They've both been good. They're, uh, obviously, the whole the whole offense is down, but like you know, in Freeman and Coleman have still been decent. Um, you know, Julio's still been decent in PPR leagues. Um, he scored his first touchdown this week in like garbage yeah. time, total garbage time. Um, but my honest opinion and. I you know I didn't want to put too much stock into the whole offensive of coordinator like being as big of a deal as as a lot of who were making it out to be. Cesar Keegan has to go. When you yeah. have Atlanta, you have New England on the two yard line. You're up against the goal line. You're on the two yard line, and you can't score, and you run a bunch of stupid little trick plays or whatever they did. The final one was that little like jet sweep to Taylor Gabriel that lost three yards. What are if you don't a single time? Just try and run right up the middle with Freeman, which had been working the entire yeah. drive. It worked. It's why they basically got down there in the first place. He ran that entire drive and then they just forgot about it. Steve Sarkeesian has to go. He runs too many stupid plays, in my opinion, and I, you know, I started looking up and thinking about, like, all the different places the Sarkeesian's been. He's been in some very high-profile jobs. He's really never been that good, and there's a reason why he keeps moving around. You know, he, you, USC, I feel like, and then he was with Alabama. Like, but Dude, he got fired from Alabama because Saban was like, what are you doing? Like, we're winning, but it's not because of you. And it was like, peace. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and just yeah. let him go. And the offense got much better once he left. So, yeah, uh, Sarkeesian's got to go, man. If that offense is going to get any better, like, they just got to bring in somebody who's not stupid. And just use the talent. Just run plays. To use the talent, just get Julio the ball, get Freeman the ball, get Coleman the ball. That's what worked last year. Just feed those guys. Stop trying to force feed it to Gabriel and force feed it to Sanu to trick the other team. That's not working. Give it to your playmakers. That's what worked last year. You know, Gabriel was good as like a, a compliment. Sanu was good as a compliment. They're not good when they're Featured and they're kind of being featured right now a little too much. So yeah, I don't know. You, I mean, you have the question out here. Like, do we have these teams make a run to the playoffs? I think Atlanta has a bit more no. of a chance because I still think I still think they're better. But Denver, dude, I, they look they look bad, dude. They look really bad.
1: Uh, I mean, they all well, just can't I, even score. And I wanted to put the question out: Are these going to be you know two of those casual? casualty teams that we see every year that made the playoffs the year before, but then misses it the following year. Denver didn't make it last year. So that, that nixed that question for me, but yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta is one of those teams. I I could see that happening too. Um, You know, very easily. The
0: rule hangover. Yep.
1: I mean, that's, that's just, yeah, it's just brutal, man. I, I don't know how else to, to look at it but let's let's move um, on we'll figure out where we're at with uh with this week and and see uh what we got with the the you know eight games that are being played because of all the buys yeah
0: (laughs) so So, yeah moving on here injuries and injuries and potential replacements um i'll i'll let you run through the the rest of these man but i Look, I even wrote about him before you put him on here. I, I wrote about him in, in the rankings article and um Joe Thomas. I know this isn't like a true fantasy thing, but, and honestly, because it's Cleveland, it doesn't really affect anything. Cause I don't think you're starting anybody on Cleveland right now, except maybe Duke Johnson. Uh, But even that's kind of a stretch some weeks, but Joe's Thomas, uh, what it's a shame, dude. He he's never missed a snap in his entire career. That's unbelievable. <laughs> uh ten thousand three hundred and sixty three consecutive snaps. Done as yeah. of last week. Torn tricep. He's gonna miss the rest of the season. Um I mean you gotta hand it to this guy he's been on a bad Browns team his entire career. And he's never complained, never asked for a trade. He's just gone out there and gone to work and pro bowler, probably, probably one of the best offensive linemen in the history of football. You know, it sucks. You, you hate seeing these guys go down like that. And, you know, I'll I'll give you one more Jason Peters, man. Another one of these guys he's done for the year. You know, his career might be yeah. over. He's 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 up there in age. Uh, he may not – you know, he just may just hang it up at this point. But, you know, he's still playing at a high level. Had that gruesome –
1: not gruesome, but
0: he had a really bad knee injury. I don't actually know what it ended up being. Um, it was a
1: MCL and ACL.
0: Was it? Yeah, I mean, he got issue. rolled up on
1: pretty bad, I can't so. remember if if they were both tears or not. I do remember seeing both of them referenced, though. But, yeah, man, that was – and and it's funny because you say he's up there in age. Um, I'm 36? older than Jason Peters. So, oh, okay. But thank you're you. Not playing, um,
0: you're not uh, playing professional football.
1: <laughs> how do you know, man? How do you know? No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. <laughs> um, everybody knows that. So yeah, it it sucks, man. I, I love Peters. I was so stoked when the Eagles were able to get him and, you know, and he's, he has had some injuries, you know, since he's been here in Philly, but, Um, I mean, he's, he's just such a stalwart on that line and, you know, that's, that's big shoes to fill and, and, you know, and it, and it goes to show just how everybody respects him. You know, all the Redskins were out there, you know, wishing him well and everything along with basically the entire Eagles team came out and was on the field while he was getting the air cast put on and getting loaded up onto the, the meat wagon. So. You know, it's, it's just a true testament to the the type of player he is and and the respect that he he commands. Um, but Joe Thomas, yeah, man, that's super devastating for him. Um, you know, I've I've always been you know a fan of his because of the way he goes about his business and and like you said, he's never complained, never done anything about. Hey, I'm in Cleveland. I'm here. I'm gonna go to work. And that's he's done uh, for ten thousand plus snaps. So you know, congratulations on an awesome achievement. You know, it sucks to see it end. I don't know if that will ever be broken. Um, Yeah. I mean, never
0: a snap in his entire, I mean, he started from day one and he played since that's unbelievable. You don't see that anymore. Uh, And if you think about it,
1: Cleveland has been horrendous since he's been there. I think they've had what one playoff season and, so you know that he's not. I mean, he he. Their offense has to be on the field a lot because they're always playing from behind. So that's what makes it even more impressive. Um, yeah, no I'm kidding. So, no. but anyway, we we already touched on uh, Carson Palmer broken arm. I mean, I had in my notes expected to miss eight weeks after surgery, and you were saying four weeks. You know, is what well, he's saying.
0: Well, Palmer but... came out and
1: said that. I dude, yeah. it's not going to happen.
0: Is, no. There's no
1: way. I the eight weeks is, is to me is gonna be a much more realistic time frame. Um if, if you know he makes it back at all. Um Golden Tate uh is is likely out with this shoulder injury. He did practice today but um but he was limited. So you know the guy to look at there is is Kenny Galladay. Um Jay Cutler chest injury is what they're calling it.
0: I, Best I've, news I ever for he, Miami fans.
1: <laughs> What's that?
0: Best news ever for Miami fans. Oh, I know. Yeah, uh, Matt, Matt Moore, Moore looked like he could actually you throw go. the ball. My God, uh,
1: they they probably should have been going to Matt Moore anyways, and I'm still wondering if there was an underground deal made in that game for you know probably uh you know put together by Cutler himself to, to pay somebody off to come in and hit him so he can go back to just that stupid dumb look with the cigarette hanging out of his mouth that I'm pretty sure was photoshopped in the picture but it's a hilarious picture um, it is. <laughs> that's, that's what he wants to be right now just the figurehead of doofus uh, and you know but in all seriousness you know obviously you never want to see him get injured so he's doubtful at this point um, they're playing tomorrow. I, Matt Moore's going to, going to get the start in my mind. Um, Mike Wallace uh, went out with a concussion. He's in the protocol. His status for tomorrow is also up in the air at this point. Um, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily be looking at anywhere in the Baltimore wide receiver core because Macklin is also dealing with his own injuries. No, I'm not
0: looking at anybody possibly, on a,
1: on at all. You're you're <laughs> looking at the bleakest waiver wire options you can find, um, yeah, and going it's bad. from there. Uh, you know, Delaney Walker. We already mentioned that Tennessee's on the bye, but he went down with a pretty bad ankle sprain. He couldn't even cool. put any weight on it. So,
0: but now that, are do they do they change it to ankle sprain? Because I I thought I read something earlier today that it was just a like a. Ankle bruise or something like that. Yeah, Uh, they may have changed.
1: Ankle sprain was the report that I saw Monday. All of my notes that I have on here come out Monday. Diagnosed
0: with a bone. Been diagnosed with a bone bruise. Okay, so it's just going to be a pain tolerance thing. It sounds like.
1: Yeah. Um. But I mean, the problem is that it is the ankle. We've seen what two weeks ago there was you know, 346 ankle injuries between 12 people. So, <laughs> I mean, who knows? It's another, another ankle injury. 12 people. I know, man, that's what I'm saying. This is just goddamn <laughs> ridiculous. So, okay. anyway. um, and then two, not really worthwhile injuries, but I'll mention them. Dan Bailey, Dallas kicker went out with a groin injury in the second quarter. Um, Again, you're you're looking to your waiver wire if you need a kicker, if you're not streaming kickers anyways. Um, they did sign uh, Nugent. So he's probably going to end up taking over for Jeff Heath, who was the guy that took over in Bailey's steed last week. Um, so you can keep an eye on that. Uh, and then C.J. Procise, oh, look at that, ankle injury.
0: Another um, ankle
1: injury. Jesus.
0: Dude, this guy cannot this guy's
1: him. always injured, so I I don't even care to talk about him anymore. You you probably shouldn't him. In dynasty. I own
0: I own him in dynasty and I just don't know what to do with him, but it's like
1: twenty five
0: roster spots and I'm like, There's nothing to pick up. Like what am I gonna pick up at this point? Uh, so I'm you go out I'm there just,
1: and you pick up the best damn IDP player you can find. Um or or I ID, ID player, ID. I guess technically. I uh, and even it if it's not an IDP league, I don't care. Go out and go out and find a guy and, and throw him on your roster. He's going to be more have, valuable in the future
0: we don't than Proside. Defenses me. in that league, it's fantastic. I love it, but we don't even have defenses <laughs> anyway. Uh waiver wire kickers. man like Yeah, we don't have kickers either. Uh I, <laughs> it's phenomenal. I love leagues like that. No kickers, no defenses. All of my leagues should be like this. We're we're halfway there in fantasy six pack. Couldn't get rid of defenses this year. Anyway. Man. Waivers, like you said, it's pretty slim. Uh if you're desperate, Matt Moore, Josh McCown. He's saying yes, he's staying on there this time. He's legit ish. Yes fine he he's is, dude, He
1: threw he's up the legit-ish. 300 game he made made good on my word two weeks ago against new england and he had another big game last week i mean he's he's finding a way to get it done
0: he's it, uh he, he's he's decent he's not anybody i'm looking like, you guys for be this week
1: though for you. you have he's going up against atlanta i mean
0: Atlanta, dude, their defense
1: isn't bad, but it's not No, great. they're not, so, but no I livernote. think that it's, you know, between him and, and Moore, Moore's facing a tougher defense. You know, he's still oh, got a yeah, game absolutely. plan. Moore, so, Moore's,
0: Moore's way down the list, although I like Moore's weapon better than Josh McCown, but, yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah, anyway, yeah. running
0: backs, I mean, I told you I picked up the, like, that Austin Eckler guy in,
1: yeah, in San like Diego. I mean, these,
0: are really, these are, like, these are like stash players at this point. Like, you're not you're not picking it up going, oh, my God, I got somebody that I can just plug in as, like, a flex play, like, with some upside. Like, these are stash guys that you're looking at. You know, you're looking at Eckler. You know, if McGuire got dropped, maybe pick him up. Because we just – eventually, Powell and Forte, one of them is going to get hurt again. So, um, there's just – I mean, you're looking at guys like – I mean, I picked up Corey Clement in one league just because, I mean, yeah. it's, it's – Pretty bad. Well, he had a
1: touchdown last week, so why not?
0: Whatever, dude. He had like two touches and what happened to be a touchdown, and it was like some weird. Well, that's weird what ass I'm saying, throw.
1: It's like, but
0: yeah, again, these are these are all very big stash plays. Uh, receivers, I honestly can't think of a single person in receivers. Oh, actually, receivers. Um, Juju Schuster is not. Yeah available but if for some reason he is you absolutely have to go run out and get him in every single league because martavis bryant which we neglected to talk about i meant to write it down but forgot by the way martavis bryant is not active this week they've already declared he's not playing it's not injury really It's because he's a son of a bitch um yeah <laughs> and he even said he goes you know the the press asked him why aren't you playing this week he goes social media you're an idiot who said you wanted to be traded on social media. So what do you think was going to happen? So yeah, they're pulling the Eric Bledsoe Phoenix Suns deal and they're saying, you can sit your ass down until we figure this out. And we don't care because you're not playing well anyway. So uh, yeah, if Juju Schuster is out there, like he already overtook Martavis Bryant in the, in the pecking order. But he absolutely is somebody you need to go out and pick up. Dontrell Inman is an interesting one. He got traded to Chicago today. Really? Um, yeah. So it's not that I'm loving Mitch Trubisky and, like, his four completions. but And that's yeah. not a joke. He actually had four completions last week. Um, <sighs> yes. Absolutely. Um, but, I mean... There it's there's nothing else there. I mean, he's automatically like the the number one receiver for that team as soon as he can like learn the playbook. It might take a couple weeks, but you know, so be it. Um yeah. yeah, so those are two barely solid receiver pickups for tight ends. You're looking at guys like I mean, Tyler Croft is in prime spot this week to, to you know to pick up some some work. Um and yeah he's been he's been pretty good. Very touchdown dependent but he's got a good matchup so I kinda like him as a streamer tight end this week. Um you got anybody else? I can't like again it's really
1: yeah, bad on the, uh, the wire this week. I mean running right. back I, I was able to get um yeah Darren Fells is another tight end. Sorry. Yeah. Uh I mean yeah, he's, he's had, had a lot of three touchdowns a last lot two of, games.
0: A lot you know, of whatever. work
1: there Aaron Phelps. Yeah. It it's definitely a boomer bust pickup. Um, but uh who the hell was it that I grabbed? I mean, we randomly were able to get Forte in my one league. Um, we got Wendell Smallwood. If he's probably owned, but
0: Yeah, I mean
1: he has San Fran and you know, I I would say that that should be like a total Legarrette Blunt game, but Blunt got completely shut down and really didn't seem to see a lot of snaps aside from when Philly was kind of up, you know, at their highest point.
0: Well, the Redskins mean, they game... have a pretty good run defense. Like surprisingly enough, I, I think I was talking with was... somebody. I think it was during oh, on the Slack with somebody. Do, yeah. Well, it was somebody. Then, it was somebody on Slack. They were like, "Should I go with, should I go with Blunt or should I go with Aguilar?" And I was like, ugh, uh, "Aguilar, oh. my Aguilar all day." I mean, like, I know he's kind of hit or miss, but Blunt isn't great and the Redskins' run defense. So, like, yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's Smallwood and Blunt. They're gonna split work, but yeah, I mean, if Smallwood drops, yeah. they're sure go, go ahead and grab him. I mean, with the running back situation and the way it is right now, it's you're grabbing anybody who's getting work, you know, consistent yeah. work and he's going
1: to. Like so Kenny Stills was another popular name because of his huge two touchdowns. I, you yeah. know, I don't know. Um that that's pretty much it though. I mean from what I'm seeing as far as as guys uh, you know one one guy to maybe keep an eye on is Ryan Grant in Washington.
0: Um, yeah, I was gonna get to that. If you look a little farther fun. down the list here, um, you'll see why I was gonna bring that oh, up.
1: Okay, so, All right, well, I'll let you talk about him when we get there. Then, so let's rip through these games and and sleepers and busts and defenses. Here, we're we're already over. So
0: yeah, so I'll I'll start here. Um, my highest scoring game, probably no surprise to anybody. I don't even looked at over unders, but Cowboys Redskins. Um, you know, Redskins might be getting. Uh, Norman back, so that's going to help. But their their defense in general is just banged up. Um, Cowboys defense isn't very good, uh, but you know both offenses can just score points at will. It seems like so this this could be a pretty big shootout. Um, and then my lowest scoring game. Are we surprised? I think there's two games that are just obviously like low point totals. And the first one is tomorrow night, Miami at Ravens. My wife's a yeah. Ravens fan. I don't even know if I'm gonna. I I might just let her watch it upstairs. I don't even know if I want to watch this game <laughs> tomorrow. It's gonna be so ugly. It's not gonna be good, dude. Joe Flacco is. I mean, he's got no weapons. I I feel sort of bad for him, but he's not. He's not helping. He is just. He just looks
1: <clears throat> awful. So yeah, he's he's not good. Yeah. um yeah my my games here actually had kind of a handful of games that i that I did like for highest scoring um but i'm I'm gonna go with the the Los Angeles Chargers at new England um, yep. my i I I, mean, like. I I think that New England is you know they're gonna be riding a little high after beating atlanta again and and beating them handily um And they, you know, again, that's another really tough place to play. But I see them giving up another 300-yard game here to Phillip Rivers. Um, The majority of it's probably going Keenan Allen's way and hopefully Hunter Henry's way. Um, The other receivers didn't really see much action last week, so I feel like that could be a little bit more of the same. Um, And we we already know what New England's got going on, so – going to be the Brady and Gronk show and and, you know Hogan will be in there Amendola might get get a touchdown this week Uh, whatever so um, my worst game and I I put this down and then I did I heard you talking about the over-unders I went and actually looked and this is the lowest over-under game uh, Minnesota at Cleveland Um,
0: I think Miami and Ravens are the same
1: oh are they okay
0: so, I think they're both
1: at 37 and a half. Yeah, yeah. So, either or. Uh, I just, you know, Minnesota's potentially going to be without Diggs again. He's currently questionable, but who knows? I mean, he's been out the past couple weeks. Seeland's been good. But Keenum, he's been serviceable. You know, their running backs are back and forth between McKinnon and Murray, it seems like, I am not Murray ripped off a couple of big runs so that helped his you know bigger day um but McKinnon was nowhere to be found last week so you don't know what you're getting out of those guys Cleveland has a decent defense you know I wouldn't I don't think that they're going to win this game but it is at home I wouldn't be surprised if this was their first win um if Minnesota just didn't put it together and. and you know, let it sneak up on him. Um, so that's, that's my lowest scoring fantasy game. It, you know, I don't think it's going to be another 12 to nine because hell Kai Forbath himself had twice that many fantasy points last week. <laughs> I so, think so um, <laughs> I go against him, but, dude, so it'll awful. be a great game for him probably, but
0: probably will be. Uh, I picked him up in a couple of leagues. I have no idea why yeah. he's sitting out there, but uh, I've uh, I was like, well, screw it. <laughs> Apparently Cleveland likes to give up field goals, so I'm game. Um yeah. yeah. Anyway, man, sleepers, um I got Tyrod. Uh I think he's, you know, very underappreciated. <laughs> the guy's still getting it done. He's got nobody to throw to. Um I streamed him in a in a in my work league last week. Uh unfortunately I went against Zeke and Tyreek Hill and somebody else and Kelsey and I got smashed by the the now number one team in that league, and I'm number two. But you know, I streamed Tyrod and got 20 points out of him, so I'm going with him again. He's got a very, very favorable schedule coming up. So, if you're streaming quarterbacks, you might be able to pick up Tyrod and just ride the hot hand for you know a few weeks here. Uh, running back, something else we didn't talk about is Marshawn Lynch is going to be suspended this game because he's an idiot and ran off the bench and pushed a ref because. I feel. what was it. They, they hit – was it that somebody, like, smacked their car, like, really hard, right? And so, like, yeah. the whole the whole team got up and, like, you know, crazy. But Lynch came off the bench, and there was a lot of pushing and shoving, and he turned and, like, pushed a ref. I don't know if he meant to do it, but still. Bonehead.
1: I, yeah. I, I would think it and, was a little uh, more heat of the moment, but.
0: Yeah, but anyway, Jalen Richard, you know, Washington's going to get some work too, but Jalen Richard, I think is the guy that they'll turn to, to get the majority of the carries there. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they've, they've got a, a pretty decent matchup. I'm blanking on who it was. I had the
1: schedule up just a second ago, but Buffalo. it's not, not yeah. good oh,
0: actually, no, it's not a good <laughs> matchup, but you know, still you're looking at bye weeks replacement Jalen Richard could do a lot worse. I feel like, um, we already talked about it. Kenny Galladay. Uh I I doubt Golden Tate plays. They already call like when it first happened they called it a multi multiple week injury. This would be two weeks. So is that what they meant by multiple weeks? I doubt it. Uh it sounded like they meant more like three or four weeks. And so I, I doubt Tate plays, even though he is practicing. Um if Tate is out, Galladay absolutely gets a boost and should play this week.
1: Yeah. My, uh, I, I was going to say, uh, Jalen, Richard Richard, whichever it is. And, and, uh, Washington were other two, you know, big names on the waiver wire pickup for running backs if they were not owned, but all right. So my, uh, my guys here quarterback, I'm going with, uh, Mr. Reliable Josh McCown. um, you know, I gotta I gotta pimp this guy as long as I can and it seems like this might be the last week, but um been putting up numbers. You, you can't complain with with guys who put up points. That's the point of this game. It's not a categories fantasy football league. That would be ridiculous. So i like McCown this week against the weak Atlanta team. Um running backs, I, I actually have two guys listed here. It's kind of an A and B. I think A um is the guy I'm leaning more towards. Um Theo Riddick Pittsburgh has been very susceptible to giving up um, passing yards to opposing running backs so I can definitely see Riddick getting involved there and and getting uh getting some good PPR points um the other guy I have listed is Jamal Charles Denver was talking about getting him more involved and and wanting him to be in the game and this and that but really hasn't come to fruition yet, but you know, it's the nice revenge factor uh, on Monday night going against his old team. So I, I could see him getting a little more involved this week. Um, wide receiver. I'm going uh, Mr. Philly, Nelson Aguilar. Uh, dude, I, 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 I got to eat some crow here from early on in the season. When we were doing our preview shows, we had specifically talked about who was going to be in the slot and they threw a stat up on Aguilar on Monday night about being in the slot, I think, like 80% of plays or something this year compared yeah, to 20% that. last year. And, I mean, he was Mr. Drops the ball last year, and, and he's been catching everything that comes his way this year. So it's a confidence thing with him. I think he needed to get out of his own way, um, and, and he has, and I think he's going to have another big game against San Fran.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I've always been good, so I, I don't, I don't doubt that at all. Um, my bus here. I'm going with Watson coming off the bye. You know, they've kind of stopped that momentum Houston has, um, and you got to think that playing Seattle, he's gonna have a down game. He is ranked a little lower um, this week all around, but I'm just kind of off him in the general. Um, li- Latavius Murray is my running back that that I like and um I'm not huge on him this week but I mean look we're looking at a lot of bye weeks and it, you know maybe he builds off of last week's you know big game uh and then Terrell Pryor this is why I stopped you from from talking too much before Terrell Pryor yeah. is my bust receiver I mean, this guy saw like no no snaps last week. I mean, if you were paying any attention, you saw Terrell Pryor on the bench most of the first half, almost all of the first half. He had one snap in the first half, and then he got some snaps in the second half, but it wasn't good. And um, and uh, you know, he's just. He's just not working there. You know, you got you're looking at guy you know, Dockson's getting a lot of snaps now. You're looking at guys like Ryan Grant taking his spot. So I'm I'm totally off with Toto Pryor and you know, John, Jonathan Chan writes the drop the drop article over Fantasy Six Back. Dude Pryor's almost droppable in twelve team links. It's it's bad. And he he said it this week. He's like, It's time to move on. And I kind of agree with him. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's why I, I, I did see that you had Pryor written there. So I, I was just looking at another page and was like, Oh, Ryan Grant, I remember seeing something about him, but yeah. Um, Pryor's just not, he just doesn't have it right now. He's not at all the guy that, that he was last year with, you know, multiple quarterbacks and whatever. Maybe that's the, the dichotomy he needs to, to really succeed. But, um, my bust here, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, the hometown boy, Matty Ice. Sorry, buddy. Uh, I, I just, you know, it, it's hard to trust. I, I do like the matchup for him. I think he can have a bounce-back game, and, and with all the buys, if you own him, I'm sure you're starting him, but I just I just don't see him having a, you know, a huge breakout game this week, unfortunately. Um, So that's going to be tough for him Uh, running back. I'm going with Carlos Hyde. Um, Seems like he's seen a dip in touches anyways, Uh, or not. Mm -hmm. not, I'm sorry, not a, not a dip in touches. I feel like I was reading the opposite that they're more showcasing him to try to trade him. Um, But Philly's got a a stout run defense. I I just don't see Hyde finding much room to, uh, to really run. Um, maybe more so in the passing, like Chris Thompson had some success there, but rushing wise, I don't see him having a big day, um, receiver I'm going, uh, this one was kind of tough to try to pick one of these top guys, but I'm, I'm going with Doug Baldwin. Um, and mostly because Houston, Houston's been really good against opposing receivers overall this year. I mean New England was the worst game by far and Cooks had a huge game and and uh so did Hogan you know each of them having two touchdowns but other than that the only other touchdown they've given up uh this year was to uh DeAnthony Thomas of of Kansas City um you know they kept Tyreek Hill in check he did get a return touchdown on him but I mean that's pretty impressive to have one game, you know, outside of a blowout that, that you've only given up a touchdown to a receiver. So Doug Baldwin's my pick today.
0: All right. Um some defense here. We always try and give at least one defense that we like. Look, I, I'm I'm obviously targeting targeting this this Thursday game. Uh, I like Miami. Baltimore's very highly owned so you're not going to be able to grab them, but Miami should be out there in a, in, a, in a majority of leagues. If you don't want to do Thursday or you're listening to this late and you're looking for a defense after the Thursday game, uh the Saints are out there. Uh you know, they've been pretty good and they got they got a fairly nice matchup against uh Mr. Four Completion and the Chicago Bears. So, they're always a an, an available option too.
1: Yeah, I, I mean this one was pretty cut and dry for me. Um, Cincinnati Bengals. I mean they're 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 going against Indianapolis. Um, you know I do like the Saints. I feel like Chicago is a better matchup um, points wise for the Saints to come through because the Cincy defense hasn't really been that great this year. But when you're going against Indy, you know it makes you look better than you are. So that's my pick for defense
0: yeah no i like them um i'm gonna cool it on the twitter question this week because we did run very very long um i can't find the one i was trying to find anyway i think dude i don't understand why people ask me questions on twitter and then delete the tweet so like everything goes away i've had multiple people do that recently (laughs) i'm like are you afraid that like your league mates are gonna find you on twitter and Like, read what you're trying to ask. Like, that's absolutely ridiculous. Um, But I think that's what's happening. And that's crazy. Uh, So, I I actually called out one guy for it because he asked me a question and they kept asking me follow up questions to it. I was like, I don't remember your original question because you deleted the tweet. He's like, oh, my bad. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? Um, So, yeah. So, I would have answered your question on the show, buddy, but you deleted it. And so, no more to that. Sucks to be you. Um, anyway, that's all I've got. That my little rant at the end of the show, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I I, got,
1: did, uh, I, I uh, just throw it in there since we're already over anyways, but, um, I, I did get a request from, from Richard that we need to bring the rants back. So I'll, uh, I'll have to get in touch with that. our, our old, uh, sports aficionado, uh, Dr. Dick Bisbee and see, uh, see if he's around it all during the uh, football season here. See what, see what he could come up with and who he can rant about. So maybe we'll, we'll throw him in for next week.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've had rants, but not like the official segment.
1: So yes.
0: Yeah. It's, it's been a little bit different, but all right. Anyway, that's it for the show. Good luck in week eight. Hit me up on Twitter at fantasy six pack. And, uh, yep. See y'all next week.
1: All right. Have a good one.